0: It's summertime, and at my bookie, that can only mean one thing. It is winning season. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means free bets, super contests, survivor, and more. And at my bookie, winning season's all about your chance to win big. Bet NBA playoffs, NHL, Major League Baseball, UFC, golf, and then some. The craziest sports summer we've ever had. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Invest in your sports intuition, people. Select from hundreds of futures bets. You can bet games in real time with my bookies live betting. Put that big old brain of yours to good use and use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games that you bet. Thousands of cross-sport wagers, props, and parlays await. Sign up now and bet with the best and celebrate your victory. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie Today on the Zabecast, the NFL is set to open training camps this week, so they've got a plan, right? No, not exactly. So say many star players. Jack Nicholas has only 18 majors. They say. I think he's got 19. I've got John Ronis in the Mobile Strike studio after swimming in his pool and Ronnie Thomas on the phone. It should be a good one. So buckle up and let's go. Oh, 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 oh. here we go. Monday, July 20, 2020, thank you for downloading. So, we are set for the preseason. Right in the NFL or nah? I know this much, the NFLPA apparently knows how to orchestrate a virtual viral social media campaign complete with hashtags. But is that all they can do? Is that the best way to go about this? Hashtag we want to play. Okay, then. Russell Wilson amongst the stars chiming in. I am concerned. My wife is pregnant. NFL training camp is about to start and there's still no clear plan. All caps on player health and family safety. We want to play football, but we also want to protect our loved ones. Hashtag we want to play. Demarcus Lawrence. I second this. How has the at NFL had this long to prep but still have no real plan in place? We are less than 10 days before we were required, all caps, to report. I refuse to put my pregnant wife and family at risk without understanding exactly what the plan for our safety and well-being will be. And on and on, other multiple stars saying this. Hey, guys, fellas, fellas, uh, you've got a union, right? Don't you communicate with your union boss? Shouldn't you have said, hey, where are we at on a plan? What kind of input are we going to have? Etc. cetera, et cetera. Plus, I'm just, I've had it with the whole my wife is pregnant thing. And again, oh, your kids are older, you don't care anymore. There is no particular increased risk vector for pregnant women or for newborns. In fact, it's arguably less for newborns, but still, even still, here's the thing. Almost 50% of the deaths in this country from COVID have been in nursing homes. 50%. Do you know what the average life expectancy once somebody enters a nursing home is? It's about 14 months. So in other words, a lot of these deaths, as bad as they have been based on bad policy, they've just been accelerated by six to eight months. They would have probably happened this year anyway when it's all said and done. But still, kids who are not dying of this at all are not at risk. They really aren't. It's no worse. It's a lot better than the flu. Do you worry about your pregnant wife or pregnant child? Pregnant child. Your pregnant wife or your young child dying of the flu? Well, no, not really. Well, you should be. You should be because it's a far greater risk. And the argument keeps changing now from those who are just scared of everything. I mean, we're being told no school, no sports, no school sports this fall. More on that with John Rodas in just a second. And the argument is, yeah, I know kids aren't really affected, but I don't want Johnny or Susie giving it to me or passing it on. Or I've got a pregnant wife and small child, which is now the go-to. Or I've got a grandmother. Or I have diverticulitis. Or it never ends. We all got something. And nobody ever says, okay, well, nobody ever answers my question of, okay, well, how long? How long are you got to hunker down? And if Russell Wilson doesn't play football this fall, What's he going to do all fall long? He's got a lot of money. Is he willing to flush all that money to not play football? He's not saying that, Xavier. He says he just wants a plan. Okay, well, talk to your fucking union then. And if you don't like the plan, if they're only going to test you once a week and you want it 50 times a week, then say that. Stop bitching. No bitch to me, as Furio would say. Why is this on my Twitter timeline? Don't yell... We want to play. What am I supposed to do? Call my congressman and tell him to yell at the NFL to, quote, get a plan? I got nothing to do with this. Besides, how long are you going to wait it out? If, you, if you're afraid to play, truly afraid to play. I mean, the NFL is the most savage league ever. The health detriments of playing NFL football far outweigh any risk of the Rona. Speaking of the Roma, well, let me get on uh, before I turn to Jack Nicholas and his 19th major. Uh, NFL memo training camp is officially on. Troy Vincent, the EVP of football ops, said in a memo, training camp is good to go. Rookies will report starting Tuesday. That's tomorrow. Quarterbacks and injured players will start reporting on Thursday, and everyone else reports July 28th. Only 20 players at a time will be allowed into facilities until the NFLPA agrees to infectious disease plans with teams, according to NFL Network reporter Tom Pelissero. So I guess they're still working that out. But with that, the NFL is pressing on. They're sticking with their two preseason game schedule. Week one is to be played August 20th through 24th, and then the second one after that. Again, don't bitch to me on your timeline about your beef with the NFL And I'm now looking at more tweets. Miles Garrett, Garrett of all people. If the NFL doesn't do their part to keep players healthy, there is no football in 2020. It's that simple. Okay. At this point, me and many other people are like, fine. Play? Don't play? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I like football, but I'm learning now without sports to pour myself into other entertainment and leisure activities. Stop it with the we've got to do something about this. No, no, this is your union and your league you're in. Work it out. Leave us out of it. Jack Nicholas, host of this week's Memorial Tournament, which played a lot different, didn't it, than the previous week? Hard and fast and really difficult. Although, for everyone who's saying that's like a U.S. Open, I'm sorry. Rom is the leader at 12-under, and there's a bunch of guys at 7-under. And as I'm watching the rain-delayed finish right now, there is a controversy potentially brewing because Rom, with a five-shot lead, apparently grounded his club and moved his ball inadvertently, caught by the zoomed-in TV cameras on a chip shot that he chipped in for par on 16. And so now they're going to have to review and go microscopically like, well, did it move? Did it not move? I think it moved. I, I think it was a penalty. And I'm also stunned that guys like Rom smash their club head behind the ball like that, thinking they're sure it's not going to move in the rough. But anyway, he should still win either by five or by three. So we'll see what happens there. They are already tearing up the greens at Muirfield Village. Part of the reason Jack let it get so hard and fast, yeah, that's what I said, hard and fast, just the way Barbara likes it, Um, was because they're ripping it up. They're replacing the greens and the fairways, and so they're renovating a bunch of holes. Nicholas has done this a number of times. I was lucky enough to play Muirfield Village once, and it was 15 years ago at least, and it's freaking perfect. I mean, it's immaculate. It's amazing. The course is awesome. And they've done renovations over the years multiple times. You know why? It's Nicholas. He's got the money. If the greens aren't up to spec, he'll fix them. He'll make them better. What the hell? He's 80 years old. He wants to see it as good as it can be for as long as he's on this earth. And thank God he beat the Rona. I'm calling it his 19th major victory. Oh, yeah, yeah, because of COVID-19. You're... You're hilarious. Yeah, a lot of people died from this. Very funny. Okay. I'm not the only one that's going to make that comparison. Nicholas said we were very fortunate. He and Barbara contracted the coronavirus. Barbara was asymptomatic, but Jack said he had a sore throat and a cough for a couple of days. That's about it. But he said, look, we were both at an age 80 where we are at risk. Our hearts go out to the people who did lose their lives and their families were just a couple of the lucky ones. Very classy. The Nicholas stayed at their home in Florida from March 13th to April 20th. They both tested positive for antibodies. Uh, Jack is recently as last Sunday. Thankfully only two mile, only mild effects and uh, Barbara was asymptomatic. It's a major. Sorry. He's 80. Beat the Rona. 19 official majors, if you ask me. All right, I had a chance to go swimming over at John Ronis' house today because he has a pool. It's humble. He says, okay, just to warn you, it's got a vinyl liner, no tile. <laughs> and, yeah, for a house that's as nice as his, he bought it. The pool came with it. It's fine. It's fine. It's not the sexiest. His uh, his lovely wife, Laura, said, yeah, I'm already starting to think about what it's gonna to take to upgrade it. And I'm like, I don't think he's gonna you're gonna save anything. He said I think John said you'd save about five grand, maybe just cause the hole is already there. But otherwise you gotta dig everything up, haul it away, and start over. Plenty plenty good pool, if you ask me. And I was glad to be there with my daughter on another blistering hot Sunday in the DMV in the dead of summer. And we got in the mobile strike studio with the fixed air conditioning, and we called our boy. Ronnie Thomas, to have a chat. All right, you are looking live inside the Mobile Strike Studio, and me and John Ronas are about to call Ron Thomas and say what's up. That's all working right now. Nice. Shocker. Let's just see how it goes here. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Ronnie
3: Hey, can you hear me? I'm on Bluetooth. I can hear I you can just fine.
0: Can you hear your music?
3: Yes, of course I can. <laughs>
0: love it. love, I love it. Do you, do you know the song, Ronis? No. Tell him. Two Step,
3: Dave Matthews Band.
0: Oh, all right. No wonder. Does hey, it? Guess, who
3: I've got? guess who I've got sitting next to me in the truck?
0: Young Winston. Yes.
3: Hello, Winston. Hello. Hi. Nice. <laughs> hey, all so right. you know what we're talking about. Tomorrow... As this airs that day, is the Bobby Gorin bonus? Yep. I, I need your opinion. <clears throat> yeah, it's a Chevy Chase Club. Right. Winston has a one forty-two p.m. Ooh. The heat index is supposed to be one hundred and ten degrees. Yep. Walk eighteen holes, carry own bag, no push carts, no caddies. Yeah. What do you think?
4: If that was high school sports, it would be canceled. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. Yeah. Winston. Heat Winston, index Winston how old are you, young man?
3: Twelve years old.
0: Yeah, you're probably going to die. So yeah. it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> I mean,
3: seriously, seriously, it's too hot, isn't it? No, well, it's,
0: it's, not. no it's not too hot. Kids mm. are resilient. Kids don't know no better. I remember when I was 12, 13, 14, whatever, walking in the blazing hot sun at Resta National, Herndon Centennial. Didn't think twice about it. I'll tell you
4: a great story about the Gorn. We had the Gorn at Woodmont for a million years. And yep. I had one of my students playing in, and It was about when he was twelve, and he had about a one o'clock tea time. And it was the same thing. It was going to be one hundred and ten degrees. He showed up at the golf course. He was a member at Woodmont. He showed up at the golf course at nine a.m. And we're like, Brent, Why? Brent what do you do? Too excited? Warm up? Oh, so excited! <laughs> was excited. He yeah. lasted twelve holes, Ronnie. Passed oh, out. No. Well, <laughs> passed look,
0: out. Look, if you wear jeans and you don't drink water. <laughs> Then Winston, you're going to be in trouble. But uh, today's breathable, today's breathable fabrics and proper hydration, I think, will be fine. Sunscreen, big floppy hat, and uh,
3: so you say go. Yes, do it. All right, Ronnie. What about us tomorrow? I know. Well, I'm wondering: Are we playing tomorrow or today as it airs?
4: Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think I have to.
0: Well, you want to. All right, so you and Ron are going to play at Woodmont Country Club, the place you formerly used to teach. They yeah. used to have U.S. Open qualifiers. It is actually hosting the United States Women's Amateur Correct. Championship. Correct. And, and there's um, a media day for it tomorrow or today, Monday, yeah. in the D.C. area.
4: Yeah, and we're and I'm looking forward to it because I want to see all the changes and how they're getting ready for the AM and and talk to the the guys about the process they've gone through and. And encourage as much as I can about people going to the golf course and playing it. Okay,
3: yeah, and and getting to see or getting to play USGA conditions. Yeah, um, all right. You know, it's you don't you don't generally get on a golf course like that unless you are playing in the championship. Right.
0: So, all right, let's get on to some meat that our listeners actually care about. No offense, and let's talk about Bryson DeChambeau's ruling fiasco at the Memorial en route to a ten on Friday. Did you see it, Ronnie?
3: I didn't see it, but I read about it.
0: All right, I'm going to play the audio of it, and it might be a little bit hard for you to hear, but our listeners will be able to hear it. He's hit two balls after dropping from the creek on 15 par 5. Hits two balls with a three wood from the rough, uphill lie, blind shot, out of bounds, over a wrought iron fence from one of the million-dollar homes on the course at Jack Nicholas's wonderful Muirfield Village. He goes up there and sees that his second ball is within inches of possibly being inbounds. But Bryson's understanding of inbounds is not exactly what the rules say. Here he was talking to a rules official who said, Tough luck, buddy. You're one inch out of bounds. Take a listen. saying that even though, so if you had a white post right here, even if he was on the back edge of the post, so you're saying I don't believe it. Can I get a second ruling? <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Can I get a second ruling? I don't believe it, he says curtly. Fast forward Wait. to the end of it, Ronnie. He was dead wrong. And I'm assuming he never sought out rules official number one to say, you know what? I'm sorry. I should have believed you. And I should have known the rules myself.
3: Why does he talk to, down to people so much? Because he's the he smartest
0: does. man in the world, Ronnie.
3: He is, isn't he? Yes. He really is. He
4: is the smartest I mean, man in the world.
3: I mean, he's early into his career, you know. I mean, this guy is going to be hated by the masses once people, these get, once they get the fans back in the
0: gates, he's yeah, going to be well, hated. You're absolutely this is an right.
3: There's an episode every
4: week. Is he, there a possibility that this is roid
0: rage? He wanted to – well, there's that as well. <laughs> he, here's what he wanted to do, Ronnie. He said he thought he could – if that ball was deemed inbounds, he wouldn't get relief from the fence because you don't get relief from out-of-bounds fences right? and stuff. He right. was going to, quote, hop the fence, a seven-foot wrought iron fence, and then play yeah. the ball – by smashing his iron against the gates and somehow punching it out while he's en route to at least an 8 or a 9 or a 10, and he's held up play behind him for 26 minutes, asking a, for two rulings. Was it 48 wow. minutes it took to play the hole? Uh, wow. Maybe. I think the delay was 26 minutes. Like, this is and, – and you know what? No other tour pros will step up and go, this is out of control. They all yeah. want to be on the side of, well – Maybe I need a ruling someday. Mm.
3: Right? Yeah, that's that's true. But, you know, there's the one way you can really piss off your playing uh, partners or opponents in an event is to hold up the golf course via rulings, multiple rulings or uh, unfounded rulings. Yeah, yeah. Senseless. Get on golf. yeah senseless. Yeah, senseless. Thank you, John. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's one way because. Especially if you're playing well, or even if you're not playing Ill well, you want to get the hell off the golf course. But if you're playing well, there's really no hiccup or monkey wrench, like an extended sure. uh, weight ruling. Yeah. But That's he's silly. just a – I don't know. He's just a strange guy. The hat, the whole appearance, it's just – just it, it, he acts like he looks, you know?
0: But he's hitting bombs. hitting bombs. He's hitting bombs, yeah, he's a, he's hitting bombs well, and now, like – the whole question about should the ball be rolled back is again in vogue. As it's been in vogue for a long time now. Yeah. Here's yeah. my question for those that would like to roll it back. Well, what's your number? What's your ideal number? 20% rollback? he will yeah. still be longer than everyone else, 20% of less course. for everybody.
4: And then they say, well, you've made golf courses. Absolute. Obsolete. What about the courses that have been built recently that have been built longer?
0: Right? Aren't they now obsolete? Well, and also... Or you just pay a forward you,
4: It's not the same hole. Why don't People you, can say
0: you play forward. It's not the same look. Why don't you stop having runways for fairways? That the ball doesn't roll as much. You get five yeah. yards a roll if you're lucky instead right. of 50. Right. Or
3: rough that about, is actual penal. Or more rough or yeah, more right. trees yeah.
0: or I don't know. Yeah. How
3: about uh, Nicholas? He, Nicholas came right out and said, you know, well, for 40 years I've been working on
0: this. That you know. <laughs> That's exactly... <laughs> But he, yeah. if you were to put, okay, here's the hypothetical. Put an old persimmon driver with a teensy-teensy head. I don't even know how many cc's. Oh, how many cc's? Incredible. How many cc's? If a, if a modern driver is 460, what are what are the cc's, the size of an old wooden driver? Probably 250. 220 to
3: 250, probably.
0: Okay. So you put one of those in his hands, and then you put an old golf ball in his hands that is of questionable consistency because they're wound with a liquid center. So there's a lot of variability depending on what pill you take out of the box. And it spins like crazy. It's got a very soft cover. And Bryson DeChambeau goes at it with his 160-mile-an-hour clubhead speed. What happens 14 (laughs) times around? What kind of shots does he hit? He hits what looks like Randy
4: Johnson throwing a fastball and accidentally hits a pigeon. I mean, you're talking about the ball's going to explode think, think into a cloud of feathers. Explode. But It'd be if not,
0: my my point is, where are the balls going to go though? Gonna is, go, is he not
4: going to hit gonna pop up 280. It's just going to be nothing.
0: No, no, he'll I don't it'll know. go farther than that. It'll but go it, far, yeah. But I would imagine, I, I would imagine, Ron, he's going to hit some toe balls. That go way off the map. That he's going to yeah. pop some up. He's going to yeah. hit some low balls because the strike zone is a lot tighter, yeah. and he's swinging at it like a maniac.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm, yes. I'm not sure this guy warrants this much time. Okay, well, we move on. I, I will I'd say that. That's, that's, that's what I was going to.
0: I do. Hey, Tell me
3: how about Brent, How about Brent Martin? When when we were at the Potomac Cup and you you brought the persimmon and remember Ron.
0: the, the drive Ron Ron this is a podcast Ron. where people are already annoyed <laughs> yeah. at yeah. the niche level yeah. discussion yeah. And, and I think we actually right. I think most
4: people are very familiar with that story I think we've told it ten <laughs> times it awesome. I will say he this from from a golf pros perspective you don't hear anyone saying God did you see that putt that uh, Ricky hit the other day Did you see that wedge shot that he spun in there No it's did you see those drives that DeChambeau
0: hit? I know. Yeah. So to
4: roll back the golf ball is rolling back time, and it will get less people excited. So he needs to roll, needs to roll back
0: his attitude and it's roll terrible. up his knowledge of the rules. Even I knew that he was barking up an empty tree on that ruling. Yeah. It was like, no, it's the inside line. Right. You're out of it. It doesn't matter the tines of the fence and everything else. It's the posts. I don't believe you. I need another ruling. I don't believe Give me another yeah. ruling. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along, let's talk fall sports. John Rodas is the golf coach at Loudoun
4: County County High
0: School. School. Not Valley County. County. Loudoun County High School. And and currently, like a lot of jurisdictions they are wrestling with, what sports can they play this fall in the age of coronavirus?
4: Well, this is the Virginia High School Sports League. So this is not just Loudoun County. This is VHSL. And the VHSL has and i 'm not going to be too kind to the VHSL I have no friends there, and i 'm not going to worry about it. The VHSL has met multiple times to to concern themselves with what they 're going to do in sports. They canceled all fall activities. My son was a senior playing baseball. It was devastating. Now we know the kids have options about what they 're going to do going to school, but they put out three options. Here are the options: fall sports go as normal. You stay in your fall sports slot. But the only sports that are allowed to play are golf and cross country. All the other sports will be canceled for the year. Football and everything else will be canceled for the year. Option two, switch fall and spring sports. So the spring sports of baseball and tennis, they go to the fall. And the golf and other ones go to the spring. But lacrosse can't play at all. Canceled for the year. Option three, this truncated schedule where fortunately golf will start up on a balmy, February 15th, and the season, will, right, and the season will end yeah. May 1st. Secondarily, huh. try to get a golf course that's going to give you some time for a high school team in April. Like, they want yeah. to do that. Second, you're going to miss school for tournaments. Currently, the tournaments are in August. We're not even in school yet, so you don't miss any of those. It's the biggest joke I've ever heard. How about play the sports when you can? Play fall sports when you can. Golf and cross country. Play them. And then if you want to truncate, go ahead. It is asinine. And then the other thing is, let's just kick it down the road. We'll meet in 10 more days, and we'll discuss
0: it. (laughs) So what did the virus get consulted, and did the virus say, oh, yeah, yeah, if you flip this with that, you delay this, you do this, then I won't attack anybody? Did they? There doesn't smell, Ronnie, to be any lick of science in any of this.
3: No, there's no science. I'll be honest with you, I have so many thoughts in my head and so much uh, anger and disappointment and uh, just sadness over all of this that it's hard for me to comment on. I can only relate it to me personally, one, because of my son who's sitting next to me, but two, is because football, high school football was a defining Uh, moment and our achievements helped mold me and shape me into the human being that i am state champs captain of the team lifelong friends competition teamwork everything that life entails can be summed up on that field or any field a lacrosse field or a tennis court or a soccer pitch or anything and they want to take it away without any science behind it Yeah, and my question assholes at the top at the top level making decisions that are impacting children's lives and therefore families' lives for we don't know how long. What kind of impact is this having on these kids? What are they gonna do now? They're gonna rebel, they're gonna get in trouble, they're going to act out. Oh yeah, you wanna take that from me? Well, guess what? You know, guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and do something I know I shouldn't do. So those yeah, are my feelings. And, and, and I,
4: I say this, Ronnie, as a parent, we're both, we're all three of us are parents. Were you concerned about sending Winston to a golf tournament because of corona? No, we started the show because you thought it would be too hot. It had nothing yeah. to do with corona. There's, nothing. There's been a thousand golf tournaments over the last month, and there hasn't been some sort of outbreak because of golf tournaments. So it's unfounded, and...
0: More, more kids under 19 have died of the flu, about 120 this year, than the coronavirus, which is about yep. 30. Yep. Yeah. Well, and we, we, would, we would never, we would never think of shuttering sports for just the flu.
4: And I won't even uh, I, say undermine, I won't even undermine the, the coronavirus as not a very serious event. The fact is, though, it's already been proven that these certain sports can take place. So to not have them happen, or to push them to February for golf, is February golf is insane. insane. It's
3: It's totally insane. Just do them when you can. Nothing makes sense anymore. We've talked about. Let me let me do this real fast. Hey Winston, how did it feel to miss baseball season this this summer?
1: Horrible.
4: Yeah. Well, don't worry. I had a senior. I had a senior. Hey Winston, who had, who don't had coaches worry. coaches coming to watch him play. Winston, for don't worry. You're going to get
0: a coupon to redeem that missed <laughs> childhood opportunity. No, no you will uh, not. No? No, no. Okay. There's not I a coupon what? for that. And the
4: other things. Are you
0: saying that's a missed opportunity that's gone forever, washed down the river and, of life?
4: And let me ask you this, but, can we really trust that if they say that fall can't play now, if golf can't play now, that in the springtime That they'll say, okay, yeah, now you can play. Can we trust them? We know they can play now. We know that. They said it's okay. Right.
3: Do it. Do it. Casualties, casualties of a political war is what I've said to friends. But listen, you know what? Winston and I, every year, we go to the Little League World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. You talk about. You, you talk about molding human be- into quality human beings and competition at the highest level and that the purest form and the most beautiful sporting event that I think exists. And to to know that kids not only here but around the world that they're 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 not playing sports and
2: yeah
0: I
3: mean you take away so much when you take away the playing field you, yeah and these and these people that are making the decisions without any science or any facts and we are all at their mercy and i hate that how can we be at the mercy of these assholes
0: Right. Hey, hey, Sorry, hey! Man. Winston's in the car next right. to you. My goodness! Should, he's telling me what to say. <laughs> <laughs> love it.
3: No, it's just so sad. But to you know, to watch our children compete, John—that's what oh, we it's, want.
4: Let's face it; <laughs> that's all we have left. Well, you—you you fortunately still compete—is all I have left. Is watching my son. Friday
3: Night Lights, I mean, high school football. Is there anything better? Is there anything better? It's
0: the the glue that binds much of rural America together, the small towns.
4: And, you know, back to what we were talking about, when I go back to those options... I don't want to vote for option one just because golf and how cross-country about option, play. How
0: about option four? You're fired, all of yeah, you people. Because You've of, had since March 11th to find a correct. solution to not fail our kids and to show some courage. And, and you have, failed. They have failed. You're fired, all yeah. of you. And, but we yes. can't fire them. I know. That's, that's what's problem. insane.
4: I we didn't it. elect them, and we can't fire them. I know. And, and you it's a shame.
3: And you know Hey, and you know what I feel, and I know this to be true, so many of these people that are making these decisions have never in their lives been on a competitive team or on a, an athletic field, and not in their lifetime that wow. these people competed and played. Again, I,
4: I don't even know if we need to, to go down those roads, but the fact is that this is a decision that they take too lightly for the welfare of our children. They take it too lightly. No, no, they'll say, they will say,
0: but they will say, we take this very seriously. We Mm -hmm. know these are no good options. This hurts us as much. They'll say that stuff. Yeah, they'll say it. It's lip service, and that's where citizens and parents and others need to say, no, no, no. Enough of your lip service. You're wrong. Solutions. Yeah unacceptable which is one of your favorite phrases i love that word unacceptable Unacceptable. (laughs) Unacceptable. i refuse to accept it all right on a lighter note sports wise what else do you guys want to talk about this week as we begin a new week that's going to actually see sports return in big time sports like baseball soon to be basketball soon to be hockey
4: this is the only thing and I, i i almost stay awake at night is all i don't want is injuries
0: that's all oh, I say. There's so going to be we, injuries when we start time.
4: this these seasons up. I just hope we don't get catastrophic injuries.
0: Well, I don't know about catastrophic, but I think there's going to be well, a lot of ligaments pop pop pop. That's
4: what I'm saying. A catastrophic yeah. is a, is a, an Achilles, is a Tommy John. Oh, those are going to happen.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm that's most. That's what's going to suck. Yeah. I think I think Ronnie and basketball. How do you think the bubble's going to go? I think there's going to be. Was,
3: that was my comment. It was going to be. It's going to be a shit show. It's
0: going to be <laughs> a, a
3: complete and total disaster.
0: Really. Why do you think a disaster? I mean they'll play the games, they'll be well, ragged at first, the
3: goons, but but the fellas ain't gonna oh, Ron, going to behave. Oh, but do you
0: <laughs> Ronnie, do you think it'll just end up as Camp Covid or what what do you think's going to happen? Yeah, well, Not Camp knows, Covid, I mean, it's going to be Camp Smoke 'em up. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, exactly. right. Could be. Winston's, Winston's oh. laughing.
3: Can't oh. smoke them up. The ladies in and out. I mean, come on.
0: I think that's, on. Ronnie, I think that's early NBA bubble. I think once they get down to the playoffs and get through the first round, then yeah. it's going to tighten up.
3: That is going to tighten up. They're
4: professionals.
0: But but the long layoff, the compressed schedule, and all else is going to lead to more soft tissue injuries. These NBA players now have more. Like the NBA of the 80s, the star players never missed games. You look at their profiles. Magic, Bird, Mm -hmm. Barkley, Elijah Juan Ewing. It was 82 of 82, 82 of 82, 82 of 82 all day long. Right. Right. And now these guys have hamstrings. And I'm not saying they're faking their injuries. I'm just saying they've built their bodies. they've tuned them into machines that are in the shop a lot more. They also have teams, yeah. multiple people who probably aren't going to
4: be in that bubble that care for them on a daily basis.
0: No, no, they're oh. going to have the, they're going to have plenty of trainers. I know plenty doctors. of
4: trainers, but are they going to have their particular yes. ones
0: okay they even ship in the, the
4: massages
0: the, uh, all yeah, those oh stuff? yeah, okay, okay oh yeah.
3: All right. You know, from a from a an officials or a referee standpoint, I'm I, I'm interested to see how the games are called on all levels. Uh, well, Ronnie, have you seen? Have, up. Well, has uh, Winston
4: played baseball recently?
3: Well, well it is mine. Okay. It well, so head. Tommy,
4: Tommy's my Tommy's playing in a league now. The umpires now, they they're about eight feet to the left or right of the plate. <laughs> Shut up. And behind because it because of COVID. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. so oh, I don't know why that guy's back there, and the the umpire Obnoxious. who's calling balls and strikes is behind the mo- mount. Oh, God. it's just can call? Call? And he it's can't really scary. call balls and strikes back there. And then the other guy, not. I don't know what he's doing back there, but he's literally skewed almost in the on-deck circle. Whoa. It's he's fascinating. There to call,
3: he's there to call stuff. He shouldn't be there unless there's someone on second or third. Well, correct. He should well, go. He, right, you know, exactly. Call, at home, uh, uh, out he's a, is call it, it out. That's all it is.
0: Can you call balls and strikes
4: from behind the mound accurately? No, because you Why really not? don't – you don't have as much of the depth perception okay. as well. – Well, I mean, you can do it just fine. It's good yeah, enough. It. But yeah, it's if, just if still it – it's a bit
3: ridiculous. Here's it's like what's, nine-year-old baseball. Yeah. Here's yeah. Coach tips. Here's what's going to be
0: interesting, Ron, about the officiating in the NBA. We know yeah. that in the NBA, the home court advantage is greater than any other of the four professional sports because exactly. um, referees are human beings, not robots yet. And they're influencible by crowd noise and the roar of, oh, my God, LeBron got murdered. Yeah. Because he's and, flopping yeah, one and he's flailing. One. And so absent that subtle, persistent pressure mm-hmm. of the fans, will these games be more 50-50 than we've ever seen them?
3: I say, yes. you know, go ahead, I Ronnie. That's where I was going with that. That's what I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see if the big names are going to get the calls. Why would they? Especially because if they don't pipe in sound, you're going to hear some shit out of these boys, some screaming and yelling at these referees. Cuz when you go to when you go to the lake show, you know, under the, under the lights and the celebrities, you know he's going to get his calls. But in Orlando in a gym, yeah. Uh, why is why is he getting calls down here and I'm not? Well, so, you know my it's, it's other my, interesting.
4: My other comment on that is I think there's a call that's made. There's a lot of fan noise being made, and it's a presumptive call that they don't hear the contact. Sure. Now they're actually going to be able to hear the contact. Right. Yeah, so they point. should wait. That's a really good. They point. should wait until they hear the contact. Where hear before they couldn't. Them. If it's real loud in there, they're just like it's oh, really it look like there is something. But I think they should wait but, to listen and hear On it. a
3: positive, on a positive note, I'm excited. My son's excited. We're excited to watch sports. We've been we watching a lot yeah. of auto racing. Too. But we want we're ready to watch sports and I think these championships count uh as much as any other. To short. Yeah, you I, know, it's I a agree. different championship, but it's a it's a championship. So,
0: so what do you what are you going to Best Buy for right now with Winston?
3: Uh we're on our way home. What'd you get, bud?
4: Uh some headphones for me.
3: Now tell them what
0: they are. Be specific. Beats. You got the Power Pro Beats of course for his, is. Birthday. Yes. Got his birthday. Happy that's birthday! That's fantastic. And you're gonna no, work actually, out. you gonna work out, Winston, with those Power Pro Beats. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know who endorses Hopefully. those? LeBron James. Yep. yep. Yeah. 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 Yep.
3: <laughs> Well, well, you know what he sees is he sees these tour players, they all are wearing them now when they're practicing and a lot of the young kids we watch um, who who are like down in Pinehurst, all the young kids on the putting green who are getting ready for the north-south, oh, yeah. every one of them had the, the beats in. So, and it, what, it's not his birthday, actually. I don't know why I said that. It's for his good grades. His Perfect. grandmother and he got some whoa, good Whoa, whoa,
4: right, whoa. All right. What, what yeah. were the grades? grades? They were D's Once, and C's. No. It's well worth the D's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all A's and B's.
0: Yes. Yeah, way to go. All right. If you want to unlock the really good merch, all A's. None of those B's. you got to <laughs> weed the B's out. All right. Yeah. I don't know that. Guy. Ronnie, thanks uh, for hey, picking play, up the phone, play, buddy.
3: Played with the general today, General Bob Neller, thirty seventh Commandant, United States Marine Corps. I've talked about him before. He's up from Austin, Texas. He retired to Austin, but he's up here teaching and mentoring new, newly appointed, uh, for one star generals and admirals. And what an amazing guy he is! He's so neat. And each more, the more time I spend with him, the more I get to pick his brain about things. And he shares awesome. stuff
0: and good stuff He
3: told me great stories, yeah. I'll let you know, but I'll tell you in person. All great right, stories about sitting sitting there during the state of union deciding when to stand up or not. It's it was good stuff.
0: All right, Ronnie, so. we'll see you next time, buddy. Thanks. See you bye Ronnie, guys. See bye you bye. Winston, there you bye. Go, there you go, Ronnie <laughs> and his son. It's great. <laughs> That's great.
4: Winston's a good kid. Really good kid. I've had the opportunity little, to teach him.
0: A Little spoiled just, well, right, I'm just, uh, right. just saying. I mean, you the know, the word "no" is a very difficult A's, one in his vocabulary. A's and B's, and he's getting some power beats. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. You know, when I'm I'm I got the
4: Walkman when I was twelve, jealous.
0: the Walkman, straight I'm A's. Like remember the yellow Walkman, which had oh, yeah. the uh the flimsy metal headphones.
4: Mm-hmm. I remember, <laughs> you remember them all very well.
0: I remember them all. The fidelity on those tiny plasticky. Metal headband Walkman yeah. headphones with yep. a cord, of course. Of
4: course, and and you had to carry around cassettes. Of course, remember it had a radio, but you had to carry around cassettes well, if you
0: wanted to listen to something. Some of the versions had an AM/FM radio.
4: They had they had AM/FM radio and a but cassette.
0: Some only had cassette. Oh, really? The model.
4: Yeah, not yes, all, yeah, like was, the
0: deluxe Walkman. I I need to look up what the grew Walkman. Up in
4: McLean. I didn't have the. What the,
0: do you think? Only one of them. What do you think the Walkman cost? um in 1984 you know that's a good
4: question i'm gonna bet you about 69 dollars in
0: 1984 dollars
4: yeah, yeah i think it was for sale because i think that was a big deal i don't think it was over 100 bucks was it
0: uh cost of sony walkman 1984 i'm going with 69 what are you going with i think it was more like 115 dollars. was it really um, in remembrance of a history in remembrance of a history of the walkman complex complex.com is the website um we'll i it out uh, oh, i am thinking the walkman sport which was the yellow yeah, one yeah that
4: was waterproof right like it had a clip on
0: the side sure that you you flipped over although do you really feel like uh you'd want to do it uh, 40 dollars i guess was the number it just popped up yeah oh wait a minute uh the walkman 2 was $140 in 1984. That's huge. Huge money. But it was the coolest thing going at the time. Oh, yeah. Had to have
4: it. All right. Had to have it.
0: Uh, I was over here at John's house because he has a pool. (laughs) And because our local community pools are still 50% capacity, you have to make a reservation. and. As the saying goes, ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-mm. And uh, I said, I'll just go over see John, swim in his pool. My daughter, Catherine, has a great time in the pool, and we sit in the van here and do a podcast. It's perfect. What a day. All right. I hope the uh, golf works out for Loudoun County. I'm very disappointed in those options. And the notion of playing golf starting in February is complete nonsense. Right. And the rationale of why you can't play it when you can play it just because there's other sports being played makes 0.0 sense. Yes. I have no idea what that's about, but this is what we're stuck with. Bureaucrats who are obsessed with making things more complicated than they need to be. Correct. At the expense of our kids. So there. Unfortunately. All right. Till next time, Johnny. Thank you, bud. Thank you. Okay, we'll end on this. Some coronavirus facts and information that may trigger you if you do not want facts and information. Yes, cases are skyrocketing in the U.S., Or at least positive tests are skyrocketing. Why do I say positive tests and not cases per se? Well, the Centers for Disease Control, CDC, CDC, admitted on Thursday that they have been combining the results from viral and antibody COVID-19 tests when reporting the country's testing totals. Oh, Wow. You see, the poly chain, PCR, PCM, whatever it is, the the viral test about are you currently carrying the Rona? Polymerase chain reaction, PCR. That test with the swab all the way up to your brain stem and beyond, that's to measure, okay, where's the virus right now? Antibody tests. Just say, oh yeah, you had it. Maybe in March. Maybe in February. Maybe even earlier than that. Or maybe last month or two months ago in May. Well, what good does it... So they, they get the results back from an antibody test in July. And they find some positives and they go, throw it on the pile. Look at all the new tests. Look at all the new cases. When in fact, they're not cases. Ashish... Jahad, director of the Harvard Global Health Institute, told The Atlantic, quote, when he heard this news, you've got to be kidding me. How could the CDC make that mistake? This is a mess. But don't worry. The CDC said in a CDC said in a statement they're fixing it. Quote: Now that serology testing is more widely available, CDC is working to differentiate those tests from the viral tests and will report this information differentiated by test type publicly on our COVID data tracker website in the coming weeks. I'm sorry. What? Do you, when will this happen in the coming weeks? <laughs> we are a hundred. And 30 days into this, and this is our country's official CDC. Go down to Georgia, he said. See how you like it. Phil Murphy, your governor of New Jersey, which had 11% of the entire country's coronavirus deaths, is lecturing people about Georgia, which has 2.2% of the coronavirus deaths in America. And no matter what kind of surge or what kind of uptick, I don't think Georgia is ever going to catch New Jersey. And I do believe populations are similar. New Jersey has 1,000, 1,776 deaths per million. Georgia has 298 And if you want to go by current numbers, Georgia's seven-day death average currently is 24. New Jersey's current seven-day death average is 29. Although you can't take New Jersey's death average seriously because, hell, one day they found 2,000 old deaths and threw them into the pile. Because we're so good at keeping track of data. New York Times opinion piece from a teacher, Rebecca Martinson, Please don't make me risk getting COVID-19 to teach your child. Wow. Alternate headline. Teachers declare themselves non-essential workers. Amazing to think grocery store checkout clerks have probably not missed a day since March, some of them. And they see hundreds and hundreds of strangers across all all age brackets every single day and here's a teacher afraid of her own school kids hey if you're not essential quit if you don't want to do it find another job if you're too scared beg for a uh, a one year sabbatical whatever please don't make me risk getting covid-19 to teach your child as if school is the only place that there is a risk of getting it. There you go. New York Times. And then there's this. Dr. Fauci, our buddy, he, the cover, the InStyle cover magazine cover boy with his sunglasses on, sitting poolside, complimented New York on Sunday for how they, quote, handled the coronavirus. Never mind the fact it was the highest death total of any state in the U.S., the highest percentage of it, every other metric you could have. And Cuomo is, of course, like, oh, we didn't know it was coming from Europe. We didn't know. We, oh, we, we should have shut down earlier, but we didn't. Uh, you know, excuse after excuse after excuse. If you don't mind the deaths, I guess he did a great job. Now, currently, their numbers are really low. But guess who else currently was doing pretty good? Or not currently, but a little while ago was California. How come they're not saying, wow, California, you really fucked up. California, Democrat controlled, top to bottom at every level, thought they had a handle on it. Now the cases are going back up again. Maybe anything, any intervention that elected politicians do doesn't really matter. Maybe the virus is doing what it wants on its own with its own set of circumstances, density, age, population mix, you name it. But as somebody said on Twitter, this is insane that Fauci would hold up New York as a model for fighting coronavirus. It's like saying the best generals in World War I were the ones who lost all their soldiers in the first wave and then had the lowest casualties the next month. Exactly. If you don't mind deaths, it's not that bad. One more thing on Florida: they've had one hundred and fifty thousand new positive tests in two weeks. One hundred and fifty thousand new positive tests, and there's been effectively no change in either total hospitalizations or ICU state uh, ICU usage statewide. On seven nineteen, so just yesterday. ICU, uh, uh, available adult ICU percentage was 18.3% back in early July, two weeks ago, 150,000 cases ago, it was 20%. So it's dipped by 2% from 18% to 20%. When it comes to total hospital beds, currently 23.8% available two weeks ago, 25.3% available. Interesting. What is it? Is it a different case mix of COVID cases? Younger, healthier? Uh, Have they got new advanced techniques in treating people? What is it? Reporters, get on it. I'm sure you will. Finally, top 100 radio hosts have been listed by talkers in their heavy 100. Not the sports radio heavy 100, which I've been told I've moved up to 77. I was previously 96 And now I'm 77 in the Sports Talk Radio's heavy hundred, which I hope is not a fat slam, bastards. Anyhow, your top ten is number one, Sean Hannity, number two, Rush Limbaugh, three, Dave Ramsey, four, Mark Levin, five, Brian Kilmeade, six, Joe Madison, seven, Howard Stern, eight, Tom Hartman, nine, Mike Gallagher, ten, Glenn Beck. I don't know much about Ramsey. I've heard of him. Killmead is a CNN guy. Former, I didn't know he was doing radio. Good for him. Joe Madison with two D's. Never heard of him. Tom Hartman with two N's on the end. Never heard of him. Mike Gallagher. Never heard of him. But Sean Hannity is not better than Rush Limbaugh. Not even close. He may have more affiliates because he is more, I don't know, easily marketable or just easier to digest or just people seem to like him. But Sean Hannity is a hack. Sean Hannity is an intellectual, lightweight extraordinaire. Sean Hannity, even if you're conservative, hasn't said anything interesting, impactful, unique, or thought-challenging ever. But he's making a ton of money. So I guess God bless him. But not better than Rush Limbaugh. And Howard Stern, even though I think his show has devolved to the point where whenever I tune in via Sirius XM, I'm like, This is it? This is the show he's got now? He's not seven. He shouldn't be seven. If you're doing a true ranking of who are the best, most important, most well-compensated, most talent, no. Sean Hannity, not number one. And then there's this. Darren Ravel reports that Trader Joe's is in on the PC name-changing game. They will be changing their packaging on their Trader Joe's in-house items, Trader Ming's for Chinese products, Chinese food products, gone, Trader Jose's for Mexican products, gone, Arabian Joe's for Middle Eastern, gone, even Trader Giotto's for Italian and Trader Joe San for Japanese, gone and gone. As the first response to the tweet from Ravel, aptly put it, well, there we go. We just beat racism. High five. Let's go out for drinks. That'll do it for us today, for us, me, me and the boys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you want to subscribe to five days of this podcast to help support the overall venture, I greatly appreciate it. Humble bow in your direction. If not, keep listening Monday through Thursday. Tell a couple friends. And spread the word. I appreciate people who like quality, thoughtful, and unafraid commentary being distributed out there in a world which the walls are closing in all the time on what you can or cannot say. Have a great Monday. It's going to be a hot one this week, and we will see you tomorrow.